I'm sure some of you have uh, been to the Mobile Bay Bridge before, that long bridge when you're on the way to the beach. And you go through the tunnel and there's that long bridge that comes afterwards. When I was little, that bridge was very important to me because my family every year would go to uh, Navarre Beach, Florida, and you got to pass through that bridge to get there. So when you got to the bridge, it always assigned to me that there's only like, what, an hour, an hour and a half more to go. Um, but during the first four years of my time in seminary, I studied alongside uh, classmates of mine who were seminarians studying to be priests from the Archdiocese of Mobile, Alabama. And at that time, their archdiocese had this crazy custom, which I think has been stopped since then. Um, but the new seminarians would gather and they would meet up on that bridge, the Mobile Bay, uh, bay Bridge, and they would jump off the bridge into the bay to symbolically take the plunge into seminary life. I think there's even a few YouTube videos of this floating around still, some of my own classmates making their plunge. Um, despite the fact that my classmates were stupid enough to jump off a high bridge into shark-infested waters, there's something to say about taking the plunge. That is to say, taking a plunge into the Christian life. Let the dead bury their dead, says the Lord. It sort of sounds like a cruel statement, but the point of Christ is that it is expected of us that when we hear the call of the Lord, we must respond, and respond both with immediacy and with generosity, without knowing what lies ahead. You see, one of, the gener one of the problems that my generation, that your generation faces, is that we've grown up in a society and a culture that is used to immediate and predicted results. A lot of the times when young people today enter adulthood, they have tremendous difficulty making significant life choices. Couples today are, making, are, are marrying at a much later age than my parents did or your parents did. A lot of people from my own uh, high school graduating class, for instance, are working right now on a second master's degree in a field totally unrelated to the one they've already studied. Some people are leaving college today simply because they can't declare a major. And why is there all this delay? Why are young people, why is it that our generation is hesitant to make choices because the future is unpredictable. We cannot know what will be the result of our decisions today, not tomorrow, not 10 years from now, not 50 years from now. But if we allow the uncertainty of the future to rule our lives, then we're constantly looking behind and we never look ahead. One significant area that this is affecting today is marriage. Not only are young couples today waiting much later to marry, but many couples today are delaying their engagement so that they can live together for a few years in the name of testing out the marriage. But the overwhelming majority, statistically speaking, of these couples that cohabitate, that live together before they're married, end up as failed marriages. Why? Because while young people, young people are seeing this as an opportunity to build stability and fidelity towards one another, in reality, it's cementing one terrible fact that both parties in the marriage are willing to have an intimate relationship with someone else apart from marriage. So rather than building strong couples, cohabitating couples, these young couples that are living together, are becoming breeding grounds of unfaithful spouses. But Christ is giving us an antidote to all of these issues. Take the plunge. No one who sets the hand to the plow and looks to what is left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. In the end, we have to be willing to accept two key points. First, we cannot and will not be capable of predicting the future, so we cannot allow that 
to be a factor in our decisions. All we can know for certain is the present, the here and now. And so we have to be willing to struggle and to be willing to make decisions in the present day without knowing what will happen. And secondly, we must be willing to surrender our decisions to the Lord. He can make good of any situation. A lot of people today, especially people who are trying to be faithful Christians, are hesitant to make decisions because they feel like they have to figure out God's will 100% before they decide what they're going to do, who they're going to marry, and those kind of things. And I'm not saying that you don't need to try to figure out God's will, but in the end, you have to be willing to surrender yourself to God's will, surrender yourself to the Lord, and surrender the decisions you make to the Lord. At the end of the day, just having everything in your hands and handing it over to him and saying, okay, Lord, you handle this from here on out. Pope John XXIII, who was the Pope who started the Second Vatican Council, used to say that every night he'd look out over all the problems in the world that he had to deal with, and he would say, Lord, this is your church. I'm going to bed. And that's kind of how we have to handle it. He can make good of any situation. And so our own reliance on our own answers will be what lies us in trouble. Let the dead bury the dead, says the Lord. But instead, come and follow me.